Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Matinee Matinee. Today we'll be reviewing the film Training Day. Training Day. Training Day. Directed by Antoine Fuqua and written by David Ayer, who we know from Bright. <laughs> Is it the, it's the same director? Okay, so let me clarify. Sorry. Training Day was directed by Antoine Fuqua. Okay. And written by David Ayer. So it's written by the 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 bright writer wrote Training Day. The bright no, because David Ayer is the director of Bright. Max Landis wrote oh, okay. Bright. So the okay. director of Bright wrote Training Day, but obviously like reversed because Training Day came out first. So the writer of Training Day directed bright and you can totally tell because they're like very similar um i don't want to say similar theme but obviously i mean it david Ayer. if you look at his filmography it's like all police and like i don't know that kind of style of thing police and war better know. than bright i would say oh yeah oh definitely this is better this than movie bright. is sort of known as a as a classic stars Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. Denzel Washington is kind of this corrupt cop and he's um he's training Ethan Hawke's character. Well, it's more like Ethan Hawke's character is trying to audition to be on the narcotics squad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Denzel is sort of like, you know, the leader of that and so it's it's called Training Day, but it's more of like Audition Day. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a more apt title. Audition day. That would be funny. So something I did not know about this film until I read a little bit about it was that Denzel Washington was not the first choice for the role of... Okay, well, first, do you want to... I mean, do you want to say any more about the plot besides what you just said? I mean, Denzel Washington is kind of a corrupt cop, and Ethan Hawke tries to... You know, It actually has a lot in... I mean... (laughs) Bright took a lot of points from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just obvious. in terms of, like, I would say the, like, animosity between the two char- main characters is similar, although much less intense in Bright versus in this one, in Training Day. Because, um, obviously, Bright is just, like, it lacks a lot of punch, but this one... I mean, there's serious shit going down in this film. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Denzel Washington plays a corrupt cop, Detective Alonzo Harris. And we're kind of just like, it's in that, this film has been described on Wikipedia as a neo-noir, which I think is because we're kind of in that zone where it's like, no one is really like, the good guy but no one is really like the complete bad guy like definitely like i mean i don't, I don't I, know i mean you can i think ethan Hawke's character is a pretty good guy yeah but it's like it's still very muddy because at many times ethan Hawke's character could have been like uh no this is not what i do okay bye right but he's caught in that which is true of noir's the that main protagonist is kind of caught in the zone where they're like they're kind of well i don't want to say forced to do bad things but they're forced to do things that they wouldn't 
want normally want to do um, because of the situation that's arisen. Um, and I mean, you could definitely like Denzel Washington's character, Alonzo Harris, is like objectively the quote unquote bad guy in the film. But, you know, at times during the film, he makes a case for why his form of doing this work is like not, I don't know, I is, is like, at least he's like putting, he's not really putting these people away, but like, at least he's like doing some things and like, sort of like, this is the way that I'm going to make change is by doing this. Obviously there are criticisms. I do not think that that is the way that police forces should run, but um, it's like, it. it's not, I think it's more, um, it, at moments in the film, it gets complicated. But, okay, so something I didn't realize is that Denzel Washington was not the first choice for this character. Um, Gary Sinise was... Oh, yeah, I could see that. Tom Sizemore? I'm not sure who that is. Um, I'm trying to think of what... I don't know, he's in Saving Private Ryan... Oh, he played Anthony Sinclair in Twin Peaks, the revival, Twin Peaks, uh, which I haven't seen yet. But also Bruce Willis was in talks for the role, Samuel L. Jackson. And then it, yeah, definitely. And then it finally. I mean, Denzel kills it in this role. Oh yeah, I mean he won an Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah, which like totally a hundred percent deserved. Like the acting, I mean, Denzel and uh, Ethan Hawke really do have a really good like chemistry with each other in these roles Um, or a really bad chemistry (laughs) (laughs) i mean they just they really work off of each other well for the purposes of the narrative but um it's interesting uh I, i think the fact that denzel was not originally the intention was interesting to me because i was trying to imagine what this film would have looked like with a white cop in this role. And I, I think it would have felt very different to me um, content wise, because like, I don't know how familiar you are with like corruption in the city of Chicago police department. It's pre- very present. Okay. Yeah. My understanding. So like this film takes place in LA and I, I don't think, I guess like at the time it was written, Obviously, people have known that police are corrupt, just like any organization is corrupt. But I think specifics of certain things that happened in the LAPD were not known at the time this film was written. But it was later exposed that a bunch of stuff happened. So likewise, like obviously, uh, David Ayer was not like, oh, this stuff's going down in LA and Chicago. Like, let me like base these characters off these specific things. No, but in chicago like i don't know if you've heard of um john burge not really no okay so john burge um is a convicted felon and former chicago police department detective who basically tortured people from 1972 to 1991 in order to force confessions um and so like and he's white um there's another, 
I'm forgetting exactly. I don't want to go on too far of a tangent, but basically like, you know, especially in our time right now with things like Eric Garner and, um, and Mike Brown, it's like this idea of like white cops, you know, causing the deaths of black men or, and just like people of color in general is like a huge thing. And so it felt interesting watching training day, seeing this like black cop doing all of this corrupt stuff. And then it felt really interesting thinking like, well, what if the original people designed to play this role were, you know, what if it was Bruce Willis? How much different would that feel? You know, these like racial layers to this narrative um, yeah. Yeah. that I thought, I haven't had enough time to like dissect that. I don't know. I think, I mean, yeah, I think there's, there's certainly racial aspects to this film. Um, it probably, we would have been, I think Denzel Washington would have been less convincing. Well, I don't know if it's less convincing. Maybe like, you know, different as a, as a white character, if he was played by a white guy. In terms of, um, you know, one of the big things is he's a lot of street, Denzel has a lot of street cred. I guess, and he integrates into, like, you know, these Latino communities, mostly. And I don't know if it necessarily would be as convincing with, like, a white actor. Like, you know, he sort of somewhat connects with some of these very corrupt uh, white white, white um, officials. And Yeah, I don't know if it, it would play exactly the same way. Yeah, I think it would, I think it would be different. The... The name I was looking for that I forgot was Ronald Watts is another like corrupt cop from sh- the Chicago Police Department and he's black and you can you can read about that corruption in this like piece called The Code of Silence from The Intercept it's very good although very long so like take a day to like it won't take you a day but take an afternoon anyway the basically afternoon. anyway um, um so yeah what do we what do we like about this movie? I think you know it raises some inter- interesting questions, sort of about you know efficacy versus like you know to doing things that are morally correct. I think I mean Denzel. What Washington's do you mean by that? Tries, like, explain. I guess I don't like Denzel Washington's character is like, oh, you need to do this. I know it's not technically legal, but you know it's the best way to catch the criminals. And... Yeah, but it's like. I don't know. It's almost like... I think it's sort of absurd, his argument. Because, like, he's not even... There are several... From the get-go... I know I said earlier in this discussion that Denzel doesn't come off as, like, all bad. But actually, from the get-go, you're sort of like, I hate this person. Like, why are they in charge? I mean, it it certainly (laughs) favors Ethan Hawke's perspective. I know, but I I almost don't feel like, I don't feel like that's a question that it poses, like, efficacy. I don't know. There's one... I don't know. Okay, maybe it doesn't quite pose that. It sort of, it addresses that issue. I don't know. I mean, it it certainly follows, follows on the side of you need to be, you know, moral and you need to, you know, follow the rules. And I think this is... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, Denzel Washington's character, you know, places this argument 
and whether the film is legitimately trying to, you know, give that argument credence or is just trying to, you know, straw man that argument down. I don't know. Yeah, I. It feels so much like a strong man sort of thing. Or strong, strong arm. Straw straw man. Strong, like, <laughs> which which one are you going for? Straw, strong arm or straw man? Straw man. Like straw, straw man. like okay. the thing that is hay. Um because it's so just like okay, one of the qualms that I had was that all of the people that Denzel Washington's character fucks over like do pretty like gnarly shit like they're not they're not like not to say that they everything that he does to them is justified but i'm saying that like you don't see an innocent person get like coke planted on them in this film which is like what does happen and like what we know happens you know, you don't see, like, just going back to just what I have learned about the Chicago Police Department in my year of working with Southside Weekly is that, like, you don't see um, Denzel Washington's character take a, you know, innocent person on the street to a torture site and torture them, which is what happened in the city of Chicago. So, like, it's just sort of weird to me. I feel like watching this with the knowledge that I have, I was sort of like, this is, this is sort of like Walt Disney land type of shit because it's like, Oh, come on. No, come no, on, because Arisa. it's okay. So I'm just saying that it's really? frustrating like, you know, they... that these things really happen and we're, and like, we're watching, I'm not saying this is a bad movie, by the way. Like I, it was engaging uh, the acting Disneyland, is great. Disneyland is how you describe it. When yeah, he, when he kills his friend. No, no, no. Be, no, no. Let me clarify. I mean, it's this. It's fake. It's like you you watch it. It's one of those things where when you're a kid, it's exactly Disneyland. When you're a kid, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Let's, let's go on all these rides and like have all this fun. And then once you're an adult, you're nothing but critical. I, I know because I've been to Disneyland or Disney World, rather, as a kid and as an adult. And when you're an adult, you still enjoy it, but you're like, this is so fucking weird. And you start to see just how I things mean, really that, that's work. A, that's a, I think that's a pretty gross mischaracterization of this, of this film. No, I because, mean, you know, no, no, because, okay, so I'll let you talk. Go ahead. Look, look, look like, d- do worse things happen? Yes, yeah. Corrupt cops are bad obviously um is is what denzel washington does like good things no no like i don't know how you can compare it to like you know disneyland no let me clarify i meant i didn't mean that what he's doing is like a trip to disneyland what i meant is this film if i had to make uh you know the analogies right this film is to real world as Disneyland as a kid is to Disneyland as an adult. Okay, so I'm not I'm not saying that like this sh- movie is like for kids either. That's not what I'm trying to suggest. I'm You're just... trying to say that this movie, what what it's not realistic. It, it's not. It's just it's sensationalized it... in a way that I don't think does 
the real world justice because you're watching this and you're like, okay, I don't know. I mean, I, I was about to give away a spoiler, so I don't want <laughs> to go too deep into this. I mean, like, I, I think, you know, this sort of goes to what we were talking about earlier where it's like, you know, it's sort of a straw man argument. I mean, this film, I think at the end of the day is, is pro-police. It's not a movie about, you know, you, you have Ethan Hawke's character who's like, you know, wants to help his community out and does everything he can and he'll sort of do things and get rewarded like that are moral and get rewarded for them and you know spoiler alert you know ultimately his character prevails Uh, so i guess in that aspect you know this movie is you know somewhat pro-police but you know it it also sort of draw like it, it brings about the argument of like oh like if police are corrupt, you know, it's possible that they can be more effective or, you know, at least they can you know, do these things. I think Denzel Washington's character says, oh, like, you know, I'm responsible for this many man years in prison and, you know, this many arrests and this many drug busts and all that stuff. And so, like, it sort of treads on that issue a little bit. You know, I, I don't think it really de- delves into it in that much detail but it sort of treads on the issue well you know what how, what do we do about corrupt cops I, I don't know yeah and what does he do I, about it like it's the resolution what, the resolution is like not satisfying in my opinion because again i don't want to like go into it but it just feels like it remember i mean ultimately the, denzel washington's character is punished for what he for the his corruption yeah and denzel washington is one character and we see how there's actually many actors in this realm right and that's the thing is that this i mean you said earlier that this this film uh feels very pro-police i would say that what it does is it's 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 pro like like law and order right it's pro order it's pro like if this is the book you do things by the book but it also shows us that nobody does things by the book even the character who is supposed to be the the example of by the book you know ethan hawk goes into this day being like i need to be i need to do you know uh i need to be on my best behavior or whatever because it's like a almost as you said at the beginning like a job interview this tra- this training day and what he realizes is that actually in order to get to move on and to be accepted he has to not follow what he thinks the rules are but follow the rules of Denzel Washington's character and i think that just shows you that like people fail and and Ethan does go on to do things that are very questionable because people fail and so the people that power institutions cause those institutions to fail. Do you know what I mean? I, you're, you're, I don't know exactly what point you're making about. I'm like, just going back to this Disney World thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I, I still, I, I still think that's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> but, well, I think this film is ridiculous. Anyway, um. I think also, one it's of the long. That's... Okay, it's only two hours, but 
literally an hour in, I was like, hasn't this been like three hours? It felt so long to me. Not in a bad way. It's like it's like a weirdly paced movie. Yeah. It just like I was like, what? So like, I mean, there there's a three act. I don't know if this is obvious to all of our listeners, but typically when you talk about movies, you talk about a three act structure where the first act sort of introduces the characters and sort of introduces the problem a little bit. The second act, you know, they try to solve the problem or something. It doesn't quite work out. And the third act, you know, everything is resolved. Or, like, you know, the climax happens, you know, the actual problems happens, and then, you know, it's resolved. Um, and I guess this movie sort of had three acts. But it, it kind of, like, I think within, like, five minutes of the movie, maybe even less, is when um, Ethan Hawke's character meets Denzel Washington's character. Like, there's no real introduction of the characters before they, they meet and interact and start butting heads. Yeah. Well, and that kind of, I don't know. Ethan Hawke, we had a decent amount of Ethan Hawke. It felt very much like Bright, actually. The beginning of Bright felt the same as the beginning of this movie. This Be- this movie is, like, just very similar to Bright. <laughs> it, it's very clear that Bright ripped it off, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. There's a, num- there's a number of like plot points that line up exactly. Yeah, it's it's strange actually. But yeah, <laughs> but but regardless, um, yeah, I mean, you, you sort of see Ethan Hawke. You know, he has his family, and then he goes out. But like, you don't know why you, his motivations aren't exactly clear, and I don't know. It's sort of really like the. The, the three-act structure kind of feels weird because it's kind of unclear, you know, what, what you designate as the first act versus the second act in this movie. Because, like I said, almost immediately he meets Denzel Washington and they start their training day. Yeah. And their, the conflict between them doesn't really escalate until, like, you know, an hour, hour and a half into the movie. Um, I don't... I would disagree. I think we I mean, see it's, it it's very early. I think we see the conflict very early. In fact, the first when they're sitting in the diner, that's a that's a high tension scene. I don't. Know. I I feel like it's kind of. It, it felt like it kind of started out really fast, and then kind of stayed in the middle for a really long time. And. I don't think it, it didn't feel like it ended that fast, but it just sort of, I don't know, it, you'd kind of be hard pressed, I think, to sort of divide it into thirds in a way that most movies are. And I think that it kind of put you into the shoes of Ethan Hawke's character, where, you know, he sort of starts out on this day and immediately it's clear he's out of his element and it takes him a while to really figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think it, I mean, I think that partly why at one hour I, I was like, wait, is it over yet? Um, or not, is it over yet? But I was sort of like, okay, we must be getting to like the final act or whatever, but it wasn't, we still had at least like 30 minutes left. Um, but I think partly it was because there are all these moments where we are building tension and we're learning things but i looking back on you know the first like hour and 15 minutes 
of the film. I don't know if there's anything that I would say like, oh, we could have cut this or like we could have been more economical with how we, you know, distributed information such that the, you know, we could we could have shortened the scene or we could have blah, blah, blah. It felt the, like... The pacing... Yeah. It, it was off-putting, but I don't think it was bad. Yeah, I think it That's had to say. be that way in order for at the end all those kind of pieces to fall into place. Um, and I would say definitely, I mean, again, I... At, a, at an hour, I was like, okay, we were coming towards the end and it didn't happen yet, but it was still engaging. And I was like still engaged with the film through the whole two hours of it, probably because Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington just have such a great dynamic. Um, it's, a, it's a long two hours. Yeah, but it does. I mean, it doesn't. Again, it feels long, but it's not like I was like, "Oh, when is this gonna end?" So I don't know if when you say long two hours, you mean, "Come on, let's hurry up, let's get to the end," or you just mean like you get kind of lost in it and you're like, "Wait, where are we at?" Like, for me, it was for me, it was more like getting lost in it and being like, "Shouldn't we be further along?" But okay, whatever. I guess they're still just like hanging out and like accidentally doing drugs like (laughs) yeah yeah another thing i thought this movie would be more fun it's it's not a very fun movie why on earth would you think this would be fun what i don't know what what i mean it's just it's sort of like like it's not a very colorful movie yeah i feel like a lot of the color image wise right yeah, yeah yeah it's a pretty like flat and i mean it's it's meant to again that's not necessarily a bad thing i think it's meant to sort of evoke this effect of you know gritty real world gritty realism i guess would be the phrase but you know consequently it's kind of like i don't know it's it's not a particularly pretty movie and i think intentionally so but I don't know, it's sort of like there's not really a lot of there's not like action set pieces at all it's just sort of like it's a drama yep so or i mean i guess it has noir-esque aspects yep yep yeah um yeah i i didn't like the music just speaking on other like uh, cinematic elements of this film i didn't like the music I just thought it added to this kind of, and I get though that it was made in like 2000, 2001. So like, that's probably a huge part of the score is just like what was popular at the time. But I just thought it was kind of cheesy um, and like added to the like sensationalist melodrama of it. And like this film is not melodramatic, but the music makes it pushes it more in that direction in my opinion i don't know maybe it's a i don't know maybe a little melodramatic yeah. i don't know i mean so this this movie very well received and it's it's because of the acting like the other aspects of this movie are not bad but they're not 
I don't know. They're like they're not that engaging. I think Denzel Washington is a very engaging actor. Yeah. And you know, the concepts in the movie, I guess Arissa would describe them as Disney-like. Mm. You but, you are um, mixing my words. I'm going to clarify. So like Disneyland. No, no. Um, if I were to make an analogy about the real world versus this film. It would be like Disneyland when you are an adult versus Disneyland when you are a child. Okay, continue. Um, but I mean, I think it's sort of a concept that, you know, is inherently appealing to, to people. Um, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this definitely. Guy's, definitely. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's something that people just find very interesting. For sure. This guy's trying to be moral, but, you know. It's hard, and he's got to deal with you know this corrupt guy, and yeah, yeah. I think it, thematically it resonates well, and like yeah, the, I mean the act Denzel Washington is a great actor, and this is one of his maybe his greatest role. I don't know. I haven't seen everything he's done, but neither have I. I this is what he won the Academy Award for. So he did win an Academy Award for this. Um, yeah. So, arguably, his greatest role. Um, yeah, and it's... But it's not, like... <laughs> it's it's not a fun movie. It's not, it's not a, like... It's not, like, a depressing movie, I would say. It's not, like, you know... It's not a... I guess it's kind of a heavy movie, but it's not, like, you know, a movie that is, like, you need to watch it. You watch it, and you think about it all night, and it's really heavy. Like... It's just sort of not like, you know, not a fun movie to watch at a party. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely not. Unless, like, but, that's your scene, but I don't know why that would be your scene. Folks are into all kinds of things. Yeah, I guess. So, I don't know. When, what would you want to... Who would you recommend this movie for, and under what circumstances? Like, if you, like, are an adult who likes Disneyland because it reminds you of like when you were a child then I think this would be the film for you because you're totally cool with like you know living in a fantasy land but um (laughs) no I'm kidding no um I think people if you like Disney characters if you like Disney characters then there's like like a trillion Disney movies you can watch (laughs) um no but who should watch this um yeah, I think if you like, I mean, if you like the, you know, quote unquote gritty stuff, you know, if you're into like crime, police. Um, it actually kind of reminds me of like, um, like a, uh, what's it called? Cyberpunk film. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, it's that whole, it's psychological thriller. Cause you're sort of like, what is Denzel's reaction going to be towards, cause Denzel's character is, is sort of unpredictable in a lot of ways um I mean, yeah I, I guess i'd say if you like thrillers yeah if you like noir if you like cyberpunk you'll you'll probably like this movie um just don't expect it to be colorful yeah 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 it's pretty flat visually but i think intentionally so yeah um, yeah, I, yeah. 
I'd probably give this movie like a a low four. Okay. I'd give it a three, like a solid three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was high three, low four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic movie. I thought there would, I would recognize more, like, nods to this film, too. I thought it would... the I thought this movie was more influential than it actually was, having watched it. Well, like, Bright. <laughs> yeah, because Bright is, you know... <laughs> bright is what you want to aspire towards oh in cinema. God. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> matinee matinee. Have a nice day. Okay, that's it, right? <laughs> Hooray. Oh, I never know. I never know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs>